suggested some sort of a grand extension. Ruthless aggression. Allow me to introduce you to the new general manager of Raw, Eric Bischoff. Who in the green hell are you? I lie, I cheat, I steal. And at WrestleMania. Hello and welcome to Dits versus Josh. And you might be a little bit confused because usually we alternate intros. However, there is a reason I'm doing it again, and it is because I've won again. Six one to your boy Dits. How you feeling, Josh? You gutted? Still gutted? I ask you every week. Of course, you gutted. Um, well, it's, I, I don't know. You never annihilate me. It's always close. So, I don't know. I can't lose this week. I can't. It's physically impossible for me to lose. So, <laughs> at least it's that to look forward to You take week. whatever small victories you can get. Absolutely, I do. <laughs> um, but we have to decide whether, well, what we watched this week, rather than SmackDown and Raw, was a victory in the shape of Judgment Day. Jesus. Um, it was interesting. You were hyping it up, not me. You were hyping it up. You were like, this show's You gonna... agreed. I was like, yeah. You, though, were like, mm, this show's going to be... Because mm. you, the card did look good. On paper, it looked fine. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it, it, was, it was okay. It wasn't Backlash bad. I don't think Backlash was terrible. Just the last few mm. matches of Backlash was really bad. I think, well, as, funny enough, Judgment Day involves the same people where I think it falls mm, a little actually, flat. Not wrong. Completely not wrong. Um, I guess, you know, obviously we'll watch Raw and SmackDown again next week and be back on, on that. But we're going to try and, I think with Backlash we did this, I'll kind of take control of the Raw matches and you take control of the SmackDown matches. And then where yeah. it's kind of crossed, we'll just kind of talk about them. I guess. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I will, I will throw a caveat in the ring though, is I, I watched this like this morning and, uh, I was up at half past six, uh, with the kids and I fell asleep a lot <laughs> during judgment day. So I'm going to be calling you in for a lot of my SmackDown stuff. Cause I was just, I, it's a blur. I watched it this morning and the whole thing is just non-existent in my mind. Don't worry. I watched it at about midday part. yesterday and it's a blur to me too. So I've got a cheat sheet. <laughs> I sent, I sent Ditch this cheat sheet. Um, but we did watch the show, but it's just, I mean, <laughs> it's not like something that was just like, you know, touching my willy to get it to do, you know, go for me. It just, it, it wasn't happening. It wasn't like the, the greatest of shows. Um, but you know, it did start well. We may as well get started. We had an Intercontinental Championship match to kick it off. Um, Eddie Guerrero and RVD. It was a good little start. They had a match at Backlash, didn't they? I think. <laughs> kind it was of a very good match at Backlash. Yeah, they had a good match at Backlash. and Because like, Edge, Edge and Angle stole the show for me at Backlash. But I remember we, sa- we said, right like, after. literally, Eddie was, yeah, Eddie yeah. RVD was like, that's right. So close behind it. And it was fine. It was a nice... It wasn't as good as their match at Backlash, I don't think. No. No, it wasn't. And the finish was a bit... I liked meh. the finish because it was very Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, I guess. But I, is this thing going to carry on now? You know, you've had two two pay-per-view matches with and both of them. And a match at Insurrection that we didn't watch, but I had watched, like previously and obviously they told me about it on raw they had this exact same match at insurrection it was nearly like spot for spot the same (laughs) oh (laughs) like nearly spot for spot except like the finish was a little different um because because it was only for the like international audience i guess they were just like we'll just do it for this (laughs) as far as an opener goes oh yeah it was a good little like Like it 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 started the show off nicely and i was like okay something Eddie ended up winning obviously like we said uh backslide ropes deal thing yeah yeah it kind of slammed in the ro- yeah, slammed straight into the ropes bang backslide 
victory. I like a good no. backslide. Not not enough people do them. I don't think. Everyone goes for do the we? old schoolboy, and then <laughs> or like a good O'Connor roll. Let, let's get some O'Connor rolls in here. You know, like the Scoopy Doop in a whoop whoop. Um, if that makes any sense. But uh, backslides. When do people just go for like? You know, when someone's distracted, you always go for a schoolboy, don't you? It's never a backslide. A schoolboy is not that effective when you really look at it. It's just like, how are people getting well, they, pinned Because no one actually fucking shit. does it properly. Because a schoolboy, essentially, isn't it meant to be like, so they hook them and they're just like, tuck them under. But aren't you meant to lay? If you laid on top of someone, the only person I ever see that do this way was Eva Marie. But it made sense. I was like, why wouldn't you lay on their legs? It'd be harder than mm-hmm. them to get up. Eva Marie, five-star wrestling wizard. <laughs> well, it shows that she focused on, like, the, the simple wrestling moves, which nobody else does. It's dedication like, okay, to so the craft. Listen, we know what wrestling is, but I understand wrestling is all about theatrics and stuff like that. However, essentially, when you break down a wrestling match, why not just go for your finisher as soon as the match starts? Yeah. And just, just win. Just why draw Switching it out? music, boom, there you go. Brock, Brock's, Brock's wrestler, a smart man's wrestler. <laughs> Brock's just like, I'm not drawing this out. You're going to get F5'd and we're going to beat you. <laughs> when you think about Trans- it, he's Yeah, you get the transition moving else. straight away. Boom, there's your suplex. And here's the finish. Done. No headlocks. Why waste no chin any locks. time? He's a smart man. Anyway, Eddie went over and it was a fine little match. I thought it was completely Yeah, no, fine. it was good. It was good. I was awake for this match as well, which says quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it went downhill from here, though, coming up next. Um, oh, which yeah. is kind of like, here, here it's a cross go. thing, actually. Smackdown time. <laughs> well, I guess, it's, yeah. It, yeah, it's, yeah, it's part raw as well. Trish is yours. All right. Um, yeah, Trish versus uh, Stacey Keebler for the women's title with the added caveat of... Uh, the Dudley boys being in their respective corners. And Batista. Oh, yeah. And Deacon Batista is uh, also there. But there was a, there mean, was a little backstage segment beforehand with Vince, but it wasn't anything. Oh, I, I, was def- I was definitely asleep at that point. It wasn't anything crazy anyway. It was just <laughs> standard, you know, standard Vince. Was he shit. creepy? Yeah, a little bit. Yes. I'm gonna have to go back. I need to. I need to get my fix of creepy events. I need to go back and watch that. Jesus. Um. This match wasn't good. <laughs> no offense. No. I like Trish. I like the women. Everyone knows I love women's wrestling. But when you put Trish Stratus <laughs> in there with Stacey Keebler, and all the distractions on the outside, it ain't gonna go great. Let's be honest. <laughs> You're not gonna see fucking you know any five star fucking technical wrestling in this one. I mean, Trish isn't like at she's her not, peak. Yeah, she's not quite in this. there. And Stacy's like fucking Bambi going around this ring, and it's Stacey just Stacy is yeah. even at her peak, and <laughs> that's not. And her peak wasn't even good. It's she's just, never, yeah. No disrespect to Stacy Keebler. I know you're listening, Stacy. Um, but you never claim to be a great wrestler. You were great at other stuff. You were great personality, and you were over as all batshit. So. There you go. There's a lot of people that are fantastic wrestlers that could never get over. So, what's really more important at the end of the day, I don't know. But Stacy fucking lost. That's all that's important. <laughs> yeah, and it was a very bad bulldog as well. Oh yeah, it wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I literally the, the comment. I could nearly. I think I can nearly like picture what I said pretty much pretty vividly. I just went like Trish hit the the bulldog if you want to call it that she hit the bulldog and i just went oh no because <laughs> i knew that was the finish i was like that's their finish this isn't going on any longer um, oh there was a, so much there was a lot happening on the outside too lots of like devon and shit interference and well, yeah batista came in and fucking slammed <laughs> trish <laughs> i was like what the fuck is going on here but Trish went over. She retained her newly won yeah. women's championship as she won it on Raw last week. So Trish won. And then we had shenanigans after with the Dudleys kind of We're doing talking. their stuff, which ended up with Bubba going through a table. 
Do you see when Batista like clocked Bubba in the back of the head with that box? Like it, <laughs> it seemed like he like really fucking hit him. Like I know Bubba has like a scar on the back of his head anyway, but it looks like it just got bigger. It was like it, it was like an audible took, clunk. Bubba always took um spots really intensely. Like Bubba he'd always get hit in the head with a chair, like straight on the top of his dome. It was like ow. Um that's just how Bubba was, but he did clock him. I was like, ooh. Jesus. But yeah, it was it was nothing. Yeah, it was uh, it was something that existed and yeah, that that whole, never be remembered. That whole thing, that whole segment from when Trish Stratus's music fucking hit to the end of it when Bubba went through the table, I was like, no offense, but this was a waste of my fucking time. <laughs> and I knew I knew that was going to be the case the moment on SmackDown that Vince said, "Yeah, this oh, is what's happening." Absolutely, absolutely. <sighs> Um, then we had a backstage segment. I'm so sick of saying the words Arn Anderson and Ric Flair because that seems like all I fucking do every backstage segment. But this time fucking Vince was there if you weren't asleep for this segment. Uh, I, I, I watched it back and then came to it and yeah, it was, yeah. It was just blah, blah, blah. Basically they were like, Vince is like, yeah, you're evil now, basically. Yeah, so we can be best buds. And he was just talking about Austin. Yappy, 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 yappy. Standard Ric Flair bullshit. I, I didn't realize how much I didn't care for Ric Flair until we started doing this series. Like, I'm not interested in any shape. I think I feel. I see him 16 <laughs> times a fucking episode on Raw, and I'm like, I've had enough of you. He's slowly creeping up to Bradshaw level for me. Um, Ooh. Like, I'm not even kidding. That's saying he's something. That, that is saying he's, something. He's there that often. I'm so sick of hearing his music. I'm so sick of seeing him do his stupid little strut. I'm like, I like you, Flair, but you're pushing my fucking buttons right now. I still don't hate him as much as Bradshaw. I take that back. But <laughs> um, more Raw action. We have more Raw matches. Uh, there's a tag match. Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman versus the Hardys. Obviously, mm. it was a lot of, like, Paul just standing out there and, like, the Hardys basically wanting to, like, get to Paul Heyman. But obviously, Brock was in the way. Observation, though. Can you remember what Drew Carey wore at Royal Rumble 2001? The exact clothes that Paul Heyman was wearing, pretty much. Yeah. Except it was more <laughs> of a tracksuit. Is that like a, a, a big-boned gentleman's wrestling attire? Big-boned gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to be so polite. <laughs> it's so nice of you. Um, so what fat people wear? <laughs> Those fat people. That'd be Vince. <laughs> You're fat. Put this on. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I guess so. Honestly, Ugh, this yeah. match was also a bit of a throwaway. Out of all the stuff that the that Lesnar and the Hardys have done, this did, didn't interest me. Why? It's kind of dragged on a little bit. Like Brock's already proven that he's he can take on both of them at the same time. He just keeps beating them, and then Paul went over. <laughs> and he yeah he celebrated even while they picked up on commentary as well. Like he celebrated as if he just won the undisputed title. It's just like it's like yeah, that was me. That was all me. No, it wasn't. But you you believe that Paul? You believe I mean, what you want? In the record books, it will always show that Paul Heyman went over Jeff Hardy. Fair, yeah, true. But, yeah, it was... It was fine. Like, it wasn't bad. It just was more of the same. I, I hope this is done, which I... Th I well, think we it won't is. We won't talk in the future, but I'm, I'm certain, I'm pretty certain it's, we've had enough of that, um, just where we are. But again, it was it, it was another match that went less than four minutes. Yeah, we should two in, note Two in that, a row. We should note that RVD and Eddie w wasn't... Like insanely long, but it was longer than Trish, and it was longer than Heyman and Lesnar combined. So, yeah, combined. Um, Booker T was backstage after this. More Raw people. Raw's all over this show. Um, he was wearing an NWO shirt because if you remember, he was the secret member of NWO on. Even though he didn't know. <laughs> um. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. Um, I don't know. Some woman was there and gave Booker T a hotel room key. And he was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to get laid, basically. That was pretty much Great. the segment. 
honestly, that was the segment. Hey, look, more raw fucking action. Fuck me. Okay, so this is this is not a good match. I'm just putting it out there. I'm not going to say this with very much, like, gusto in my voice because this was long and it was fun, this handicap match. Stone Cold versus Ric Flair and The Big Show. This is two Stone Cold matches in two consecutive pay-per-views that I've been bored in. Were you bored in this mm-hmm. match? Uh, I slept through the majority of this match. Absolutely, I wish I could have. <laughs> I should have took a midday nap. Um, and this and is one that I didn't go gone. back and watch. I don't blame you. Um, I'm 100% referring to my cheat sheet nearly word for word in this one because it's just such a blur because I was just like, this is so boring. You know when you're sitting on a couch and you're watching something and you just can't stop yawning because you're so fucking bored? And you're like, <laughs> I'd rather like fucking look at a bunch of eggs because that would be more exciting than this. It was just so long. And it was just the yeah. same, same thing over and over and over and over. And I'm just like, you're just recycling spots. I'm trying not to sound too negative, but it just it just was what it was. Like, there was so much NWO shit, and there was just more of the same stuff I've been seeing on Raw for the last four weeks. Yeah, and then you're trying to like pad it out a little bit with like Stone Cold's antics, which are always enjoyable, don't get me wrong, but like when he does press-ups or he pulled the chair in the ring or was kind of like sat in front of Charles Robinson, gave him the fingers, all this kind of shit. Um, it's, yeah, it's, I mean, for the stuff that I watched, uh, yeah, I, I can see, I mean, we said this at Backlash, but I can, again, I can see why Austin had, he was just like, I'm done. I'm done with this. <laughs> anyway, Austin Austin went over, of course. Um, he pinned Flair. <laughs> I have nothing else to add. And hopefully that's the end of it. Um, no comment. Okay. <laughs> um, hey, Michael, Ta- Michael Taz. Michael Taz. <laughs> Michael Cole and Taz <laughs> took over Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler now. So we got some... SmackDown matches. Yeah, we had uh, Edge versus Kurt Angle. Finally, some SmackDown stuff. Hair versus hair, brah. Um, I don't think it was as good as oh, no. Backlash. But that doesn't mean it was a bad match because it really, I mean, it, it's Story impossible to have a bad match between the two. Um, but yeah, it was pretty good. You know, everyone kind of got their, got their stuff in and... Um, I, t- I tell you what, the one thing, one of the things I took away from this is that Kurt Angle can hit a pretty damn good spear. Yeah. Also, he can hit an ankle lock from anywhere. <laughs> yeah. And I'm pretty certain like, someone could have him in a fucking, I don't know, some kind of a weird fucking choke, and he'd just have him in an ankle lock by the end of it. And I'm like, <laughs> I for- sometimes I forget how good Angle actually was. And Edge, I mean, that's why- by the way, too. Mm-hmm. This was like Edge when he was on his rise. Like, he was, like, trying to prove himself as a singles wrestler. So, like, these were just two people working to steal the show. You could te- you could sell that in the in the way they wrestled. They just wanted to be the best. And they had two good matches in a row. Yeah. And, again, obviously, you don't want to look too much into the future, but I know that they have some more good stuff Yeah. on the way. Um. Yeah. Angle... Got his head shaved. So I'm not mad. That's like an iconic image. And Angle was bald for the rest of his career, really, for the most part. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was always going to be the way. I, th- I think it was his decision. He kind of just went, yeah, I'm receding. Let's just fucking go with it. Because it was never going to be Edge, let's be honest. No, Edge wasn't losing his luscious locks. No way, because he's scared of being ugly See, and he won't get the all great wrestlers lose their hair. Kurt Angle, Molly Holly. <laughs> CM Punk lost his hair. Let's not talk about him. Um, <laughs> I'll talk about Molly Holly, but I won't talk about CM Punk. Yeah. Molly Holly yeah. had very much Kurt Angle vibes with the hair. She had different hair every week, if you remember. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Molly yeah, Holly. I, I, know, I know for a fact that you did because Absolutely, I think you I just. I remember everything. I'm fucking weird. <laughs> I don't under-fucking-stand it. Hey! Hey, I got more raw <laughs> shit after this match, though. So, are we done with Angle and Edge? I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, we can be done with Angle and okay, Edge. Okay, we go to a fucking hotel room. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually more than happy to, like, 
end any conversation with Edge and Angle because of this segment. <laughs> so w- w- Booker T is like horny as fuck. He's like, I'm ready to go and destroy this woman, basically. Um, and he gets to the local hotel. He's like, hell yeah, here we freaking go. Um, it was like, you know, they got under the covers and they're getting all freaky. Um, <laughs> the lights went out, obviously. He turned off the lights, set the mood, I guess. Um, <laughs> started. I believe they started kissing, didn't they? Yeah. Well, it was implied. It was certainly implied that they were making out. <laughs> and then and fucking then a- gold dust voice, <laughs> and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> I, uh, I love these two. Um, Booker oh, wasn't. Booker wasn't thrilled, as you could imagine. <laughs> I believe the word "what the hell" came out. I just love the fact that like Booker just like ran away better, with a thong halfway down his ass crack. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> uh, and then Goldust was just fucking laying there with this woman, <laughs> wearing a frock. <laughs> so he had his Goldust suit on and a frock on top of it. <laughs> I fucking he, love Goldust. Basically, the whole point, though, he wasn't just trying to get in Booker T's pants. It definitely wasn't that. Um, He was basically trying to get him out of the NWO. <laughs> there, was a, there was a point to this segment. He was trying to get him to leave the NWO because he's been in it for <sighs> six days. <laughs> and, I, and I hate to ruin this for anybody listening to this, but this is where Judgment Day peaks. Like, it actually does. It does. Like, this was I my favourite thing. I certainly wasn't tired during this. Oh, that sounds sexual. I didn't mean it like that. But, um, <laughs> I mean, whatever you're into. If you're into that, go ahead. But I'm not going to kink shame you. But, um, I, yeah, I'm certainly awake. That, again, sounds sexual. I'm trying not to, I'm trying not to sound like I was, had an erection during this segment. I didn't. <laughs> not that I can remember. Um, so, well, Smackdown time. Follow that, bitch. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna need your fucking assistance with this one because I was also asleep during this match, and I had to go back and watch this at least six times, and it still didn't sink in. But we had the Triple H versus Chris Jericho Hell in a Cell match, which I have never seen before. What the hell? Which shocked you? Uh, yeah, I just don't understand that because it's not like a the best Hell in a Cell ever. But I've watched it many times because I thought it was okay. Maybe it was just because Jericho was in it. And it was Jericho's was it, one and only Hell in a Cell. Is it his only one that he's done? Pretty sad. Jesus. Yeah, he only ever did one. Which he is shocking chamber, considering. He was a chamber guy. He was never a Hell in a yeah. Cell guy. And the only way he's going to get inside Hell in a Cell was with Triple H because he's a game. But, I mean, it, it was it was good, but it was... I mean, I think this was the longest match on the oh, card. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think it was like... 24 minutes, I think it was, when I had a look. It was long. Not Um, in a bad way. I don't mean there was... No, it wasn't like Austin Taker long. Tim White's last match as a referee. Was it? You know the spot where he gets hit into the cage? Yeah. That's a legitimate... He was legitimately hurt. Oh. He talked about it. He said, I got fucked up in that match. And he never wrestled... uh, Never refereed another match. Oh, I did not know that. Because you know how, like, Tim White was bleeding and shit? Mm-hmm. He was bleeding. He was... Oh, I thought he bleeded. Mm-mm. He was... He was oh. hurt. Yeah. He's talked about Jesus. it many times. It's like, that was the last match of his career. Because he got fucked up. You can Should find it on YouTube. Um, I'm pretty sure you can find him talking about how it was fucked. Yeah, I'm going to have a look at that. Because I was watching it, I was just like, oh, yes, they're beating up Tim White. That's always fun. <laughs> yeah, he got he got fucking thrown into that cage. I'm pretty sure that would have been a spot that was planned, but he just, obviously, he isn't a trained didn't wrestler. Get, yeah, he didn't get his hands up. So he got fucked. Oh, dear. Yeah, but you can... I'd be, I'd be interested to that. know, like, what that injury is. I don't know exactly what it was. I watched that. Mm. That was years ago that I watched that thing. So I'm assuming yeah. it's still on YouTube. I'm kind of making that up, but um, I'm yeah, assuming I'll it's still on there. You just type in Tim White speaks on injury or something like that. I don't know. Um, yeah. It's like, yes, they're sitting there and says that it was bad. Oh, dear. But anyway. 
but yeah, so that, I mean, that was actually one of the things I remembered from the match. Mm. Um, and then, of course, that meant that they spilled out of the ring because uh, out of the cell because you had all the refs coming in, opening up the cell. So they went and brawled outside. And I don't think they went back in again no. after that. They did lots uh, of table spots, didn't they? Yeah, a couple of table spots. Yeah, Jericho went through the announce table with DDT. Um, and then it kind of spilled onto the top of the cage. Um, yeah, yeah and then we had Barbie. Yeah, yeah Barbie, Barbie came out. Um, and this is why I found it so weird that you didn't know about this match. Because it's the one and only Hell in a Cell match to end up the top. Which I think should be the norm. Well, I didn't even ever thought that Hell in a Cell was Falls Count Anywhere. I thought you had to pin them in the ring. But they changed their rules you know, yeah. when they want to. So I don't think it is Falls Count Anywhere anymore. And I don't think beforehand it was Falls Count Anywhere. From memory. I honestly could I, be really wrong. I'm, yeah, I'm trying to think of a time when a referee has actually gone up there with the wrestlers before, and I don't think I've seen it. Well, there's only been a, f- a handful that have been up the top, but at this point, it was really, it was the six-man, that Armageddon one, um, and Taker and Foley. Uh, oh, oh Triple H and Cactus, yeah. Triple H and Cactus, yeah. But that, he went through the ring in that fucking endeavor. Mm-hmm. The referee never went up uh-huh. there for that, from memory. I mean, I could be honestly wrong, and I could be talking out of my ass. I really could be, <laughs> but I, this in my in my head, this is the only Hell in a Cell that ever ended on the top. I think. But I it was, don't remember it was any defi- of them. It was definitely the first, so that's why I was a bit confused when you didn't know this Hell in a Cell. No, I, I honestly didn't know. I, I knew it existed, but. Um, I just never, never took the time out to watch it because ne- it's one of those things. Like when you hear, excuse me, when you ever hear about a match that's happened, you haven't seen it. Like you, I try and base it all on like hype and stuff like that. And there was just never any hype behind this. So I was just like, well, I'll probably give it a miss. It was awkward timing because they obviously wrestled at WrestleMania 18, and we all know how that went. And then Triple mm-hmm. H went and did his own thing with Hogan, and then Jericho was just kind of there. That was the yeah. that was the antithesis of Jericho versus Triple H. It's like Triple H always had someone better to argue with. Like Jericho and Triple H was essentially tri- Triple H versus Stephanie, and then Triple H won the undisputed championship when feuded with Hogan, and Jericho was just kind of like over here, guys. I'm here too. <laughs> and then this happened, and Triple H just won. <laughs> and to be fair, even with the even with his little feud with Hogan, it was always okay. It was always more. Triple H and Vince rather than Triple H Hogan. That's so, true too. <laughs> it, um, I mean, Chris, I mean, Chris Jericho is, I mean, I, I'm actually going to say, oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. Triple H one fucking hell, he pedigreed on top of the cage. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah. Chris Jericho is never going to win this thing. And I actually can't even re- for the life of me, remember what even happens with Chris Jericho going forward from here. Um, and in fact, I don't even know what happens with Triple H going on from here i don't think he's far off leaving smackdown which i'm okay with to be honest with you mm. i wouldn't be against it same but you have him for a very long time josh and you're um, gonna you're gonna love every minute of it listen i was <laughs> never a triple h hater i never was well I think I'm lying. Let's move on. <laughs> Triple H uh, okay, went so we over have... on the top with a pedigree, by the way. If we didn't, I don't know yes. if we said that. Yes, yes. The the cage remained intact. Nobody went through We've it. We've got two really interesting backstage segments. <laughs> um, did you notice that? Well, obviously, Angle, the first one. Did you remember this, or were you asleep? Uh oh. So, oh yeah, Angle kind of got in the makeup chair and sh- Edge ran past. Yeah, in the shower cap. <laughs> shower cap. <laughs> um, and then on location, in um, oh it was it wasn't WWF New York anymore. Like they changed it, didn't they? At this point, um, it was WWE the world. That's it. Um, Tori and Maven finally having their date, which was uh, hinted at on uh, SmackDown this past week. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Tori, Tori was like sitting there with Maven and like it says it on this article. So I know I'm not making it up. 
She said it feels feels great to take my geisha off. <laughs> the fuck it was like it was just a weird I, line. I was like, okay. Yeah, it was. It was a throwaway thing, but I, I, it's, it's obviously going to feed into something. On it will be replayed on SmackDown next week, no doubt. Absolutely, it will be. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. But then we were. Um, Something else I can't wait for next week on SmackDown. Uh, we go into a WWE tag team title match. Rikishi and a mystery partner against Billy and Chuck. And this must have been really nice for you because you actually got to hear. Yeah. And in I... fact, when I watched it and the, the theme came on, I knew you'd be watching Judgment Day. I was just like, Josh is singing this Absolutely right now. Obviously not at that very moment, but at the same point. Well, you never know that. I bellowing. sing it more than once a day. Um, but it was, it did feel nice to actually hear it and I could harmonize with him. I was like, Ooh, and I was like, Oh, I sound great. Um, that's a, that's a sing in the shower kind of song. Cause I can just belt it. Living on I your own is a good thing. Oh yeah. Living on your own is yeah. a good thing. Um, because I can just, mm-hmm, just, oh, it's just, it's very, I mean, I would have sex with me, but that's not the point. Um, <laughs> But yeah, this match was fine. <laughs> sub, uh, I guess sub four minutes, like nothing really, nothing really happened. Obviously, the the, the shock was that Rico was the mystery partner, sure. um, and it was kind of like building towards like obviously Rico was gonna cost Rikishi the match so that Billy and Chuck retained. However, it didn't happen. Spinning heel kick. Your the fag. famous Rico spinning heel kick. Um, to be Rikishi fair, he does, he does do a nice spinning heel kick. He does. He like does. And every time he does one. it, it seems to... F- it, it looks pretty fucking brutal yeah. every time he does it. Um, and he clocked um, insert blonde-haired red trunk wrestler here in the face. And uh, Rikishi picked up the win for his team, inverted commas. Yeah, his team. Um, and then did a nice little dance on top of the ramp as well, <laughs> which lasted longer than the match. Vintage, vintage, I was going to say Batista. <laughs> I don't know where my head's at today, but it's not there. <laughs> Fucking Batista at the top of the ramp doing a Rikishi dance. Fucking sparklers and the hat and a fong. Oh, the image. Mm. Um, I don't know what image is worse, that or you saying you'd have sex with yourself. Who fucking wouldn't? <laughs> if you're not loving uh, yourself, you can't love other people, dits. True. You gotta learn to love yourself before you can love others. Well, that's what all the single lonely people say, like myself, so. <laughs> it goes me to sleep at night. <laughs> um. Yeah, so we had yeah, so that match was kind of the thing that existed. So, um, yeah, I'm not looking forward to uh, where this goes. To be honest, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> I'm not looking forward to where this goes. <laughs> Fair. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't remember Billy and Chuck just being this like, just they're just so annoying. I think I guess that's the point. But they're just there, and it's, I. <laughs> It's, oh, I don't know. I just I don't like it as much as I think I liked it when I was younger. Um, maybe it's because I'm I don't know. Maybe I, I'm a bit of an older, wiser head. I, what, I say, say I say wise. I use that term very is. loosely. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we do have another SmackDown segment, which is nice, um, and it is of course the angle shave. Um, and it looked like. It looked like her angle may have got away, or even the edge would be in the chair getting his hair done, but that wasn't to be. Um, Kurt was thrown in there after being choked out. Um, and he hit him with a trash can lid, Tonk, didn't he? Um, Did I make that up? I don't remember that. Oh, maybe I made but that I, up. I was asleep for the majority of this show, so nice. anything. You, you could have told me hit him with a fucking, I don't know, a stripper pole or something like that, and I'd go, oh, yeah, sure he did. Um, Strip <laughs> Imagine someone well, coming Billy, in with. <laughs> well, Billy, Chuck, and Rico were just out there, so anything's possible. Uh, yeah, so yeah, oh yeah, Kurt was in the chair, got shaved, and then got the whole. Um, he got the whole big treatment to his hair, and then 
like Edge kind of like perked him up just a little bit so he could see it in the mirror, which was nice. What a nice um, person. What a lad. And that segment went off with your bold chance to his music, which was nice. And you're going to hear that for a couple of weeks, I'm sure. More than likely. Oh, yay. Um, okay. In fact, no, I, I love this Edge angle storyline. And I know for a fact that it continues. So I'm fucking... I, I need wins when I've got Hogan on my show. So I'll take it. Speaking of Hulk Hogan, let's talk about this absolute fucking fart of a match. It is a fart. It is not even a good fart. It's one of those disgusting wet farts that you're like, did I just shit my pants? Because <laughs> I'm not sure. And that's what this match is. And, uh, yeah. I the mean, worst choke slam I've ever seen. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I'm. So, I, I was when it happened. I was like, oh, that, "That's obviously going to be talked about when we do recording tonight." It was like, it, it, like Undertaker looks like really fucking pissed off. Well, wouldn't like you when be? he when he hit, he was just like, "You fucking kidding me?" One of his finishes, and you're just like, "You're not going to jump." Like that. <laughs> Hogan like got like I know you guys can't see me, but just imagine I'm putting the smallest amount of of, of fucking gap between my two fingers. He jumped like this high off the ground, dude. <laughs> like I could jump higher, and I'm fucking not the greatest. I'm like I'm not a professional fucking athlete, as he claimed to be. I'm. It was just bad. There was so many bad spots in this match. <laughs> Why just, in the hell was this on last and not the hell in a cell? I don't oh, know. No. I understand, like, the championship is important, but holy fuck, dude. If the hell in a cell went on last, I'd probably have a little bit more of a, a different opinion on this pay-per-view. Yeah, this. I mean, I'm going to throw in all the shenanigans on top of Oh yeah, there's that. what was already not a good match. We fucking had to have Vince involved, didn't we? And X-Pac. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because why wouldn't you? That makes fucking sense. Does am I reading that right? Did X Pac? No, X Pac wasn't there. <laughs> why am I fucking saying X Pac was there? He wasn't there, was he? I've got. I've still got that's that fucking. I was like, I was like, what? And then I was just kind of like, yeah. And then I was like, wait, no, that's. I just. Right. I, I merged. I merged the fucking handicap one and this. So that's shenanigans. Like, wait, you seen my face? I was like, what? And then I was like, yeah. And then because I was just trying to be nice, and then I was like, that's not right. <laughs> At all? What were yeah, you watching? Yeah, yeah, X Pac yeah, wasn't in this. <laughs> it was just wanted to be honestly, it probably would have made more sense than what happened. It would have been better than the fucking <laughs> choke slam that happened. I mean, at least the second choke slam was. I mean, it wasn't great, but it at least got a little bit of air. Certainly got more air. Well, anything would be more air than what happened. <laughs> Um, and X-Pac yeah, was there was, apparently X-Pac was there too um, In spirit <laughs> <I don't... laughs> Amazing it was, Yeah it was oh, I mean Hey at least Hogan lost that, Yeah that's it's, it's something I knew was happening I knew Fantastic for me I, I knew Hogan was dropping the belt At Judgment Day So um, I was excited for that But I still have Hogan on my show So I don't Haha <laughs> But now I have Taker. I'm happy with that. Yeah, you got I like, Taker. I like this. I still get him. I like this iteration of Taker. Yeah, Taker's not my favorite Taker, but I like Taker like this. And I can't remember what he does. Is this your favorite this... version of Taker? Biker Taker, yeah. Mm, I'm Ministry Taker. I love Ministry Taker. Mainly because of his theme song. It was fucking gangster. Oh, that is very, very good. His best On theme song. DMB. Yeah, and it's so like dark like it makes you feel something you're like yes Mm -hmm. especially as a kid watching that i'm like holy fuck this is intense and stephanie on the cross and everything oh where to stephanie Ah! (laughs) that's reminds me of that teddy long thing buckle up teddy Teddy. (laughs) and then all the (laughs) it goes all purple with the smoke i'm like oh boy (laughs) <laughs> Classic Undertaker abducting people. What a lad! Um, but uh, there's hey, a reason we're talking about other stuff that isn't this match, by the way, because it was terrible. Hey, he went over. He's the champion. At least it's the end of Hogan as the champion. Attacked Hulk afterwards as well, which was which was nice. Oh, it's a nice little nail on top of the coffin, I guess. Hey, eh? get what I did there? Because he's the dead man. <laughs> oh, 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 I make jokes too. 
<laughs> and that was it. Went off the air. Boom. Just like that. That was Judgment Day. In a nutshell. Yep. <laughs> there wasn't <laughs> much enthusiasm for this show, as you can tell. <laughs> um, um, I'm trying to look like, on the I'm bright not, side. There was no I'm Bradshaw. I'm not gutted. I, well, there's no Bradshaw. Yeah, there was... There was yeah, yeah, there was Hogan, though, and Rick in some form of NWO. X-Pac was in two matches, apparently. Like He was in two matches tonight, yeah. It was, um, it was a lot. <laughs> I mean, no, it was... I mean, I'm, gu- I'm gutted. Try, because... No, don't try and fucking put a cherry on top of this. This was not a good show. <laughs> no, it was a good show, but I'm just going to say, like, I'm gutted because we... On on last week's show, we were saying, you know, like the card looked really good and we could actually have a little bit of a treat on our hands here and we just didn't. The Hell in a Cell was fine. Edge and, and um, Angle was fine. That was it. <laughs> oh, Eddie RVD was good. So you had three good matches, essentially. And then the rest of it. And then the rest, yes. So probably about 20 minutes worth. I'll say that no, the Hell in a Cell was twenty minutes long, so the Hell in a Cell thirty minutes. I will give credit to that because that wasn't bad by any stretch of the word. It just wasn't like a fantastic Hell in a Cell match. Yeah, so I think yeah, half an hour of a three-hour show was good. Everything else was a pass. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes. So we go into. Well, I don't know what pay-per-views up next. King of the Ring. Uh, Perhaps I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll certainly find out on Raw and SmackDown next week. I'm sure they'll tell us. Um, one thing that we didn't talk about that was it was on Raw last week. It's on the pay per view this week. Um, was that the the boning in the back of the car and then the WWF <laughs> logo turning into the WWE logo? I was like, that's quite the steamy ad. With uh, Mark Henry's old theme music playing as well. Yeah, why was that playing? <laughs> it was like, it's sexual, baby. Yeah. I was like, what the yeah. hell is this? <laughs> Gonna get it on tonight. I was like, huh? I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> it was weird. So, that was what, I was like, what, what the fuck is going on here? Because we didn't get that on SmackDown because maybe PG can't be showing that stuff. No, that's naughty. It's naughty. Um, and something else I actually noticed as well. The Undisputed title still has WWF on it. Oh, does it? Mm-hmm. Rough. Haven't got it updated yet, I guess. Maybe all the titles do. And we just haven't noticed. Yeah, because I think it was like a little closer. It was when um, uh, the belt was being put on his waist. I was just looking at it. I was like, that's definitely an F. They haven't changed it. Hmm. Haven't got the so, new championships in yet, I see. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was Judgment Day. It was shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it, but I'd say, actually, no, really thinking about it, it was probably worse than Backlash, if yeah, not. I, I agree. A par I, at most. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm really disappointed. I just, <laughs> I just hope King of the Ring, if King of the Ring is what is up next, I, I just hope. Is. There is something there. Honestly, could be lying, um, but I'm pretty sure King of the Ring is next. Because um, it's like May, June is King of the Ring, I'm pretty sure. July. SummerSlam is in August. I don't fucking know, honestly. I'm. We'll find out next week when we watch Raw and SmackDown. Honestly. So, no voting this week, everybody. No voting. No voting. No so you can save you can save dits of victory for for one more week. Yeah, pretty much. That, yeah, that big seven. We'll have to wait. This bitch. Um. <laughs> yeah. Well, what do you got to plug, dits? Um. Yeah. Obviously, I got my own show, Dits on Wrestling, the Dow Pod. Um. Episode dropped yesterday. AEW for dummies. Um. Yeah. I, I don't watch. AEW can relate. Um, so it, I, I just wanted and my co-host just to kind of like sell it to me in some way, shape, or form. And he, and to be fair, he did. You know, despite the fact, obviously, they've got no crowds and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, the stuff that he did, like hone in on, like the tag division. You know, people who are 
um, potentially going to be in the main event scene in the next couple of years. And the tournament that's going on now for the TNT title. Uh, like, yeah, he sold it to me pretty well. So I'm going to tune in this week and watch um, AEW and just see where it falls. So I'm going to have a bonus episode on the show um, this week. So look out for that. And it'll just be my thoughts on it. Um, and uh, this week we have a new format. I say a new format, but a new series kind of thing. It's like the pilot. I like pilots on my show. Just throw stuff at and see what sticks. Throw shit at the wall and see yeah. what sticks. Um, and this is another one of those things. Um, and I think it's going to do really well. I've, we've got a guest lined up. I don't want to say who it is because I don't know if it's going to go through or not. Um, but no, I'm looking forward to it. So just keep an eye out for that as the week goes on for what it is. Yeah, it's going to be that. fun. Do that. Um, and it's I... on wrestling on Twitter. Yeah. Go follow Dits. Um, what have I got coming up? I've got the the this will air like pretty much. You still have time. Um, you can go to my YouTube tomorrow and find Dits is involved. It's ten podcast a little gauntlet thing for a fifty dollar gift card to Pro Wrestling Tees, um, and it's just on two K twenty completely simulated gauntlet match. We'll see who wins that and gets to spend some money on Pro Wrestling Tees because hey, why not? Um, so there's that. On Wednesday, on the Josh Robinson show, I had the most unique chat maybe ever. It is a chat about essentially nothing, but about everything at the same time with both Jordan and Robert of Royally Rumbled. It is one of the most long overdue chats I've ever waited for. We just have never been able to get a time to chat, and we finally did. And um, we recorded for about an hour and a half and talked for about four hours. So, <laughs> um, nice. it was a lot of fun, but it's essentially a fly on the wall conversation that I, they're my favorite podcasts do when we literally said we have nothing to talk about and we just <laughs> seen what happened and we got good content out of it. So that'll be out on Wednesday and you'll see all my other stuff that's going to be out in my little post that I normally do in my pin tweet for stuff on the Josh Robinson network. Um, I'll be continuing with Until Dawn on my Twitch channel at some point this week. I've just been busy. Other than that, normal old shit. Watch my TikToks. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. It. Oh, I, sur- I surpassed 100 followers on TikTok today. I Hooray. 90. I think I'm at 90. Um, I, like, yeah, I'm at 90 followers. Get me to 100, Ooh. people. Um, but... Like, my TikToks have been doing well lately. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm into this. I, I've got a little bit of an obsession with TikTok, I'm not going to lie. Oh, me too. Um, like, I don't actually go on Twitter that much because of TikTok. Oh, I... Mm, um, I just post my TikToks to Twitter and then make people watch them if they don't. And if they get <laughs> angry at me, I just tell them to unfollow me. <laughs> oh, there we go. 115 followers. I'm hey, doing you're, well. You're doing well. You're doing well. I've been getting lots of likes on my videos, so that's good. Not to brag anybody, but... I put a... This is where TikTok is, like, fucking... I, don't, I hate this to become a TikTok episode, but we both really shit at outros, so this is what it's going to be. Um, I could put effort into a TikTok, right, and spend a good half an hour to an hour fucking doing And I've done that a couple of times, and it gets... 14 fucking views. The one I did where I did like Adam Sandler's rap on phone wallet keys took me an hour to put together and it got 14 fucking views. And today I did want like, it's just a stupid little effect that you can put on an interactive effect. Remember that stupid flappy bird game? Yeah, well, instead it's like, it's like a fly yeah. with your face on it and, and you blink. blink and it moves. Yeah. 787 views on that. Um, 74 likes so far. I've got, at least 20 odd followers out of that and it took me 10 seconds well 15 seconds yeah, to do like, I put up, ridiculous so i can have like the like stuff that i actually put effort into you like you and i get nothing and then i put up one this morning that's about my fucking kettle and it's already <laughs> like it's been up for an hour and i've already got like this like fucking heaps of people just fucking commenting on it and liking it i'm like what is this i put effort i'm just not going to put effort into it anymore the dancing one i did yesterday got more fucking stuff on it than that (laughs) it's ridiculous i just don't get it so i mean just no effort on tiktok that's what it is i love tiktok so much and i'm not even ashamed about it anymore no i'm not i will happily tell people i don't care like if people come up to me at work and they're like 
I seen your TikTok, I'll be like, can you go through and fucking like them all then? Because that'd be really nice. <laughs> because... and throw some comments on there as well. Apparently yeah, that's good for the something. algorithm. Get that in there. I set up, I set up an account for my mum yesterday just so nice. she could go through and like all of my TikToks. I said, don't you dare post on here because I don't want you to post on here. But you go, go through and like all my TikToks whenever you see it. And she agreed. She was like, yeah, all right. I was like, thanks, mum. <laughs> I, I don't want her to post on there, though, because that's embarrassing. I'll block her. But, um, no, please do. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I will block her, actually. Um, <laughs> she's My mum is embarrassing. I think they all are, aren't they, to a certain degree? Yeah. yeah. My mum is lame. My mum makes the lamest jokes, and I'm like, you need to stop talking forever. Just stop talking. No more. But, you know, she's a lovely lady other than that. <laughs> She's one of those mums that are on Facebook and they post in those dog groups where they post pictures of each other's dogs to other mums. And it's like, yeah, stop it, mum. Stop. Or she'll like <laughs> try to write a, a comment on Facebook and it'll, she'll actually make it as a status. So bad. <laughs> I'm like, mum, stop. And I'll comment and then I'm like, mum, take this down. <laughs> I don't know how. Bless. Yeah, bless my mum. Lovely lady. Bless. Um, but yeah, okay, well, we are the, we probably are the two worst people for outros in the history of outros. Oh, God, I'm, yeah. I'm great at intros. Sign me up for an intro, but I don't know how to end a show. <laughs> Just talk about TikTok. That's, a, that's an what? outro these you days. You think I'm going to fucking edit this out? Absolutely not. I'm not editing <laughs> this out. I'm not going to. This is not happening. So <laughs> this is the only way I know how to outro. So have a nice day. Like this podcast or whatever the, what are you doing it i don't even know how to i'm talking to tiktok view this podcast like it and comment and follow me like what the fuck do you do on a podcast these days you subscribe like yes yeah, review do that do fuck that me you and shit. <laughs> oh my god what a shit bye everybody